0: And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show, it's Afterbuzz TV's Heart of Dixie After Show.
1: Yay, happy almost Halloween. We kind of dressed Heart of Dixie style today. Mm-hmm. Being is for doing. We are back with ep- Season 2, Episode 5, Walking After Midnight. And it is the Halloween episode, so we did try to wear the, the cowboy boots and the jean jean stuff here <laughs> we got going on. So happy Halloween. And it was a great episode, don't you think? We got to get right into it. And yes. why don't we just start with the Halloween party since we are, you know, we're so close. It's old Hallow's Eve. You talked about that just yeah. a second ago. So we'll just dig into the heart of Dixie Allow Halloween party
3: to introduce
1: myself <laughs> what was that see <laughs> we have to introduce see? Ourselves. oh yeah <laughs> i was like someone's talking to me <laughs> uh, i'm your host Whitney Lane and I'm
4: joined with Paige Sullivan Christine Archer. And Michelle Renee.
1: Thanks for letting me know right there. That sound just came and told us. Okay, now let's actually dig into the Halloween episode. So let's talk about the, the Halloween party. Before it all started, we saw, you know, Lemon trying to campaign with the bells for LaVon right across from Ruby, Ruby Jeffries. And the bells were just kind of sitting down doing nothing.
3: Yeah, they really were. They were doing nothing. But they had what looked like delicious brownies and homemade lemonade. Well, they are I'm the sure. bells. They are the bells. We have a bell among mm-hmm. us today. Um, yeah, it started off pretty simple.
1: Yeah, so. it did. And then Annabeth kind of came up with an interesting idea. She said, why not? So she was an Auburn princess, apparently. Her grandfather was the quarterback of Auburn. And, of course, LaVon was the star of Alabama. Roll Tide. So big rivals. So she thought, well, why not? pretend they're dating, and then maybe all these Auburn fans would actually vote for LeVon. Because he was down, what, 22
3: votes? Well, they got the... The, How do you pronounce the Boo Drees. Yeah, the Tom kind Dries of family. ruined it. Yeah, he, he was trying to register voters, which was his job, but that was the one family they didn't want to register because there's 22 of them, and they're all Auburn fans. And he says, yeah, I got them all to register. There's 22 people. And so now LaVon's thinking, that's 22 people who aren't about to vote for me. It's
4: kind of so funny tall. that 22 votes makes that big of a difference in Bluebell. It means that there must Huge. be like 50 people in the entire town that that's, that's going <laughs> to win the election
3: for Right, compared that's to that. the election we're expecting next week. Like, think yeah. about it. It's, it's crazy. Uh, who would have thought? But poor little Tommy tries so hard.
1: You're, You're always so rooting cute. for him. And then he kind of messed it up. But he's like, I'm not going to tell them they can't vote. So you've got these 22 Boudries, big family, obviously, you know, it's like the grandparents and the parents and the kids, generation after generation in Bluebell, and they've got to try to get them on LeVon's side or he might lose. So Annabeth has that idea. What did you think about her idea?
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, Yeah, it was it was kind of um, heartbreaking for Lemon because nobody knows about Lemon and Lavon. And so Annabeth goes ahead and says, you know, I am Auburn royalty. My granddaddy was a star quarterback. He's Auburn, you know, hero. Um, He's dead now, but apparently they still worship the ground he walks on. Um, And so she says, why don't we pretend we're dating and then I can get the people who, you know, the Boudreaux to vote for you because they they like me. I am their people. You know, I'm I'm a. A fan of the same team, so they will vote more likely for LeVon if he's dating Annabeth.
2: I did not like her whole suggestion just because it seemed very lemon esque. Her whole like, Let's do this, and we're going to date, and then it's really going to turn into a real relationship, which obviously she didn't tell LaVon that, but she that was her plan. And to me, it seemed like something that Lemon totally would have done last season, and I don't like Annabeth like that. I like the way she has been, and I don't want to see her turn into that manipulative character.
4: So. Right. It's, she did
1: have an ulterior of that's for sure, like Lemon does in everything she does. It's
4: kind of funny to see how much, I think in this episode we saw how much um, Lemon has changed from last season to this season, and I guess someone kind of like needs to fill that role.
0: Play it now with Game Pass
4: might not, but I don't know how Levon also didn't see right through that. That was very obvious from the beginning.
3: Well, I also think Annabeth is so innocent, and she's just out of a divorce. You know, I think she just wants somebody to love her and somebody to treat her nicely. And so, Levon, she thinks he's cute, she thinks he's nice, she's working on his campaign, perfectly way into trying to get him to date her. I don't think it was me. I don't think it was lemon I don't I don't think, I think it, it was very, either. you know, she doesn't know how to date. So this was her easy way of fake dating, and then now it's going to be real dating. So yeah. I, I don't think it, she was being manipulative. I think it was just her trying to be really innocent and not sure what to do.
1: Yeah, she seems a little bit—I mean, she just—I feel like she just wants a boyfriend, you know? it's like she never gets to be the one to come up with the good idea, even though it obviously backfired. But she thought, you know, why not try this? And I think she genuinely likes him, but she didn't think about how it would kind of not be a good idea in the end because LaVon could be ruined for that.
2: She's definitely been plotting on LaVon since last season. Like, she yeah. used to make comments first season, like, oh, LaVon's so cute. I love him and all this stuff. He so, is kind of so like she, the town
1: bachelor, you yes. know? I mean, he's like the good guy that all these Bells are like, what a good guy he is. Like, I would totally go for him more than Wade. And then George was always taken, and so the Bells cannot go for George because he's always Lemon's ex. So Levon's kind of like the, the single guy, and they're all trying to look for somebody good, I guess. Do you guys think they'll get together in the next few episodes? I no. don't No. no.
3: I don't know. Well now now we were seeing you know lemon's jealousy and i for a second kind of thought they were You know, gonna kind of rekindle their relationship, but it's kind of it's sad to see her that jealous. You know, of her one of her best friends, but she can't say anything because nobody knew about her and Levon. And for her to say something, you know, it's a scandal. It'll ruin the campaign. It'll ruin her friendships, and people will think differently about her and Levon. So it's kind of sad because I think everybody's gone through something where they they have something they, they so badly want to tell people, and it will make sense why they're feeling a certain way, but she can't. Well,
1: so we get to the point where this all comes out. You see, Lemon's jealousy was out at the Halloween party. She's sitting there alone dressed as Marilyn Monroe mm-hmm. and poor Cody tries to <laughs> take over have her a glass of wine while she's sitting there and sees sees LaVon and um, Annabeth come in. She's like, get away, Cody, not now. The <laughs> poor guy, he just wanted to give her a glass of wine. He was going to try. He, he had a 50-50 chance. chance is what he said. I don't know what Wade was thinking when he said he had a 50-50 chance. I think it was more like 2080. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe if it was like a gin type of night for Lemon right then, which yeah. it turned out to be gin versus her white wine spritzer. But I think she Anna a, she needed more gin before that. Yeah. yeah. Poor girl. But Annabeth and LeVon walked in as Romeo and Juliet. And that's when you kind of see Lemon's jealousy come out. She's not too happy about this. But, you know, it comes out to, it kind of comes to show that she was more concerned with his reputation and how he was starting to. Get on the level of Ruby Jeffries and kind of manipulate the whole town into thinking something that's not true. So I don't know. I, you could see like part jealousy, but I think it also came from a good place in the end, at least looking out for LeVon in the campaign. What did y'all think?
2: I thought it was just another move by Lim I'm, I'm team like non Lemon, I guess, but I just <laughs> thought it was another move by her to get her way.
1: I mean, it worked out, but it, it also kind of made him a more genuine person. Like, he should own up to the things that—he shouldn't lie. And I think that's the difference between him and Ruby, and that's what will set him apart when this campaign actually goes well, down. what is
2: Ruby lying about?
1: Well, she—remember, she manipulated him. She was trying to go against him. She did a lot of manipulative things and comes to apologize to him, but nobody else in the town knows what's happening. It's yeah. only Levon that's kind of getting the the— Hard. End yeah,
3: of she, she didn't lie about anything, but she leaked that, you know, that he was stealing thing when obviously he wasn't stealing. It wasn't something that actually happened. Lemon was stealing. And so I think that's what she's apologizing for, you know, just being shady, just being not nice, I guess, is the easiest way to put it. She's just was doing things that I think if I did it to a friend, I'd feel very bad about. And I think now her and Levon are kind of rebuilding the relationship they had. Prior to college,
1: see the things that Ruby does. It seems like that's what happens in real politics. But it's Bluebell. It's a really small town where it seems like people stress more about being moral and good than they value that more than being manipulative and getting to where you want to go. So if if the whole town sees this, I think Ruby won't win. But if they don't, then she's got a she's got a shot. I mean, twenty two votes, kind of between the two, right? Yeah. Did you guys think her apology was sincere or no? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I did think when she actually came up when Levon was sitting there and kind of took his drink, she still acts like her little sexual ruby self, but she did admit, like, you have changed. I'm sorry for doing that, and I did think she seemed pretty genuine about it.
3: It made me like her again. She's so She flip-flops every episode. You know, I'm kind of rooting for her and then I hate her again. And then I'm rooting for her and right now she's really nice, and I think, you know, it's going to be a fair race now. They've apologized. They've kind of tried to make amends for what they've done, and hopefully— Something good comes out of it. But now it just kind of seems like they're rekindling an old relationship as opposed to, you know, moving forward as, you know, opposers.
1: I did think Annabeth looked nice as Juliet, and I felt really bad for her when LaVon came over there and told the booge the truth. And she just started crying because it's like she's never the one that kind of gets what she wants or, you know, it doesn't, like, work out for her, it seems. Mm -hmm. Lemon found a way not to let it happen. But then you see at the end of the episode when Lemon goes to get coffee with her and they kind of talk about, talk it through. But they both have that idea of, like, we still have a chance. And, you know, they're both talking about a chance with LaVon. So it's kind of like. Who's it going to be?
2: Lemon just needs to get that uh, weight off her shoulders and just tell... That's her best friend. Like, come on. Yeah, she She should should tell her. She should just tell her, like, look, I have something really important to tell you. And maybe that'll happen.
1: Yeah, and that'll bring them closer, probably. I think they need to be honest. That's the whole point. She probably should have told her right when Annabeth sat down and was like, I have feelings for him.
3: I think a friend, too, a true friend, will say, you know, what you did was wrong. Obviously, I don't condone cheating or affairs, like, at all. But... You're still my friend. I'm going to stick by you. You know, thanks for telling me. I don't think they're going to judge her or change the way they feel about her at all. Because yeah, I yeah. feel like Anna Best's character has developed so much, too, from who she was. And Lemon still really likes her, even though she learned to stand up for herself. And she's taken on a bigger role in the Bells and in the town.
2: She's a memory matron, right? Is she the, yeah, the memory matron? of the memory matron. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: What a name. <laughs> she beat <laughs> Lemon out of that, I guess, right? She did. Yeah. So. Yeah, so I think, I think they're both coming into their own, and they'll both accept each other for who they are. I hope so. I mean, they've been best friends for a really long time.
1: Yeah, it all stems down to a man right now. We'll see. They seem like they're fine. But
3: anything else from the party that
1: was... An interesting thing before we get on to our next big topic. I think along with that, those lines, we did see like for the, the trailer next week that apparently it's six votes between the campaign. So we'll have to talk about that and predictions mm-hmm. and what we see what, what's going to happen. Yes. But while we're talking, you should definitely head to iTunes. You can subscribe to our podcast, rate and comment. Let us know what you think about this whole campaign, about Lemon and Annabeth. We love to hear from you. Love your comments. So share those with us. So should we get on to some George sleepwalking? <laughs> Could have guessed that he was the one sleeping in Zoe's bed, right? His toothbrush was there. She said she had made it because her Kate Spade sheets had just come in, and she wanted to see what they were looking like. Obviously, she hasn't been in her bed for a while recently because she's been with Wade. Of course, George
4: conveniently sleepwalks to Zoe's bed. I, You know, I, you would think that now that he's on the boat, like, just stay over there, but... It's all
1: coming back around.
4: Oh, and this toothbrush—like, why would you grab your toothbrush if you're gonna sleepwalk somewhere? I don't know.
3: I don't know. I I know people who sleepwalk, and it is a strange thing, very strange. But I think it was just an easy way to tie in the George Zoe Wade triangle. I think it was just you know good opportunity. It's Halloween, you know, zombies walking at night. It it made sense why they did it now. But it's just it's hard to see. It tugs at your heartstrings because I know your team Wade. I'm Team Wade. I really, I was really getting upset when I thought George was going to pull through on this one.
1: Well, apparently George is trying. Because Zoe's whole thing was like, you got to date somebody else. You know, that's what she said at first. And what he said he had 13 dates in three yeah, three, weeks, three, weeks. three weeks. That boy is getting around. We saw Daisy. We saw that other girl. Let me just tell you. Those two girls. They're awful.
3: The he worst voices never. I've ever heard. <laughs> and they were the same voice. Like, it was the this same. High-pitched,
1: <laughs> like, super twangy. Ish. I don't know what George, and blonde, of course, because
3: mm-hmm. George yeah, always has to go for the blonde. Yeah, he always dates blondes. Besides Zoe. Zoe, and this new girl, what's her name? Pres- Presley. Presley. Uh, yeah, she came in early in the episode at the bar. She's a new bartender, a new busser, I don't know what she is, but I, she just has this vibe on her. She, She's like the female version of Wade, it seems like. She's very tumbled. out of place in Google, yes. it
2: seems to me. Like, who is she? Maybe that's her appeal, but... What are you doing here? Like, you need to... I don't know where she would be from, but...
3: I, I want an explanation. Yeah. I
4: don't mind her that much. I think by comparison to, like, the dumb blonde... I don't know her name. She looked like a poodle, honestly. Um, oh, Daisy. Daisy, Daisy. 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 Sorry. Thank you. Um, <laughs> in comparison to Daisy and the other girl, and then Laura Bell Bundy from last week, who's also, like, insane, I think this girl's way better, personally, but...
3: Yeah, but I just want to know. This is Bluebell. We know everybody. We know who they are, where they came from, who else they've dated, Who is she? There was zero explanation to who she was. I'm sure it's coming, but it was very strange just to see this new person that we've never seen before and kind of just, oh. Well, I kind of want to know what happened to Shelly. If
1: she kind of took over Shelly? I hope not. I like Shelly. I I don't know. know what's happening. And Wanda's the big like waitress now. Like I don't know, it's all changing. There were so many. I felt like I don't know why I felt like there were so many new characters in this episode that I didn't recognize. Because wasn't
3: even Cody. I don't remember Cody. I think I've seen him one
1: time before, but it wasn't like prominent, you know. Mm -hmm. But him and then Daisy, the other girl presley we 've got a lot of new characters coming in, so i 'm sure the the
3: the pot 's thickening, yeah, it will develop
1: <laughs> to let us know, but I hope so. so yeah, George, as a sleepwalker on a houseboat, not a smart move, which zoe that 's no. why she kind of had to come in and and take care of him. I think Wade brought up a good point saying this isn 't just a normal patient doctor relationship because it 's George and zoe there 's something there like why does she care so much that this one night is the night she has to go and monitor? And, and if
3: she truly wants to be monogamous with Wade and is really committed to doing that, then I think she should have consulted with Brick. You know, Brick can do this. I mean, I don't know where Brick mm. was. That'd be awkward too, though. But but it's less awkward than the girl he wishes he was with. That's true. And she's with somebody else. And Wade keeps saying, you know, this. What are the rules? What are the boundaries? And he mentions it a couple times. And he's the one who's getting all the rules, but she's not following any of them. Which this just shows it. she's spending the night in her ex things bedroom i mean he was never her boyfriend he was never you know he was never anything really but obviously there's strong feelings there i would be upset she tried though she did try when
2: he was gonna get in dress she was like would you mind stepping into the other room yeah let's talk so about it's not that like she totally acquiesced to her feelings of just she, like, jumping his bones she actually did have some self-control so yeah and
4: then he like pins her against the counter and she doesn't move and then she's like oh move over let me climb into your bed This is a new George Tucker. So, I don't
1: know. Starting to undress in front of her. She's like, just do your normal thing. So he starts to undress. And I'm like, George Tucker, you you nice boy. (laughs) Like, what's happening here? He's just trying to to get her her to like him. And then the next thing, you see him in his underwear. I'm just like, this is interesting. Then he goes to bed as she sits there and falls asleep. And wakes up, and he's nowhere to be found. So then you see, of course, Wade comes to kind of help Zoe out, to help her go find... George and George has no idea Wade and Zoe together Wade doesn't really I mean he knows there were feelings there but she hasn't admitted that there still are until the end of the episode Mm -hmm. so that's the thing even though she might be in a monogamous relationship with Wade she doesn't care that much she doesn't I mean we were just talking about it like she would have done something different she doesn't care that much about him
2: well, she even said uh, George was like, "What's the situation?" And she was like, "It's not that serious." Right. And that really caught me off guard. It's not that serious, like.
1: I don't think what it is though. That? I think it's just like, it's like her and Wade. This was inevitable. I think it's happening now. She's not gonna, like, they're trying to make it monogamous, but not into a serious relationship.
3: But the best relationships come from good friendships. And yes, they have, you know, the back and forth brotherly sister yelling, pulling pranks, being mean to each other. But this, I thought this was a good step into making it more. You know, obviously he cares. Wade cares a lot for Zoe. And I think had George been taken off the market, married Lemon Breland, she would have no qualms about fully committing to a relationship with Wade. So that's what frustrates me is that... She's holding on to this idea, in the future, when you've gotten it out of your system, when I'm no longer a rebound, that's when we'll be together. That's not fair to anybody. It's not fair to herself. It's not fair to Wade, and it's not fair to George. You, nobody knows it's going to happen down the road. If you want to say, not now, then you have to also be okay with saying, never, never. And I don't think she's ready to say that. I don't
1: know. I even think they had gotten married. There's so much in that, that Levon and Lemon, the George and Zoe thing. I think there still would have been a whole different story of them still holding on. Like, I think there's always that little storyline of Zoe and George are holding on to it. But I'm hoping something will change. Because, well, let's talk about the the whole sleepwalking thing. Because he goes into the bar. That's where they eventually find him in Rammer Jammer. And he's talking to Daisy. And he's like, I have a girlfriend. Here she is. And that's when Wade's like, is this for real? Mm -hmm. Like, this is more than just a normal relationship between a patient and a doctor. And, of course, he has no idea what he's doing because he's sleepwalking. But at the same time, she cares a lot about making sure he's okay, taking him back, getting Wade to help her. And poor Wade. My favorite part was when George was like, who's this maitre d? We don't need his help. (laughs) He's like, I'm James Bond. Like, give it to him. Come on. And, of course, George was the firefighter who Zoe had hoped Wade would have been.
3: It's shocking, mm-hmm. I know. I, I just, I just, I want Wade and Zoe to work out so badly, but it was really shocking to see that she didn't even try and stop George when she's trying to get him back home with Wade. And they get there, and they're on the boat, and she's asking George, you know, in his dream, "Are we happy together?" And he's, "Of course we are. Why wouldn't we be happy?" And you know, she's just playing herself when she's doing that. Because if he snapped out of it and she didn't have the guts to ask him, then. Then why ask him when he's sleepwalking because you're just going to hurt yourself and you're just going to hurt everything that you've been working towards for the past couple of months. It just didn't make sense.
1: I love how it was interrupted by Wade running and pushing George into the That's the what booth. I would have done. I'm,
2: I thought that... Oh, sorry, no, go ahead. go ahead. I thought they were actually going to go through with the kiss and then Wade was going to like come around mm-hmm. the corner. So I'd I'm glad that didn't Me happen because that would have been even worse.
4: I'm confused yeah. as to how George didn't pick up on like Wade being Zoe's other guy when he like came and pushed him. while well, he was asleep
1: at that. Po- I guess yeah, but when he woke, woke up. up. Yeah, like he
4: fell in the water. He woke up when. But I don't think when he saw went. Wade. Yeah,
1: didn't Wade leave before? Oh, uh, maybe He, he didn't. was kind of like okay. really. What did he say exactly? Wait, it was a good line. He
2: said, "What's your excuse?" Yeah, he He has.
1: Yeah, he has an excuse. What's yours? Mm -hmm. It's true, but she—that's the other thing. That's why it's not that serious to her because she didn't go after and let him know. She waited on George so they could, you know, she could talk to him about the whole situation, which she kept. This was what was annoying about her too. I think just a little bit is when they're sitting there and she's like, "You said you had a girlfriend." Who was it? Like just say it. Let it out. Like why are you like playing all coy? You know, it's just like took her forever to be honest and tell him what actually happened that night.
4: And also there are like what, fifty people like we said in Bluebell, so who does he think that it is? It's yeah. not Lavon. She's like living with or was living with Lavon and then there's like Wade and the detective.
1: I think it's probably Well, I'm Wade. glad she told him that she was seeing someone, that's what she needed Me and too. it see, this is the whole thing she's digging herself deeper and deeper she says it's not their time, but that she wants him to actually be serious with someone so that she's not the rebound. Well, if he becomes serious with someone, they don't necessarily have to end up as the rebound. That could end up as his next serious girlfriend for 15 15 more
2: years. (laughs) And she said, I'm seeing someone. And she wasn't like, I'm seeing Wade. And I think that's annoying, too. uh, I caught on to that, and I was like, why didn't you just say it was Wade? Mm
1: -hmm. She's honest with Wade, but she's not
3: too honest with George. But that that says something for her relationship with Wade. She feels she can be honest with Wade. Correct? Mm. I, I mean, if she... I felt like she could be honest with George. I think it would help if she said, I'm seeing someone and it's good for me right now. And she could say, I'm seeing Wade. And I think that would push George even further to actually make the next step and see somebody. Because if he knows it's the one person he really didn't want Zoe to end up with, maybe he'd be more convinced to move on. But that's why she's not
2: honest with George is because she wants to keep him kind of... wrapped. I feel like the only reason she's with Wade is because it's still... Like, she's not going to get hurt by George because she's not going to be his rebound, but then it still leaves the option open to when she can be with George in the future.
1: And I think so. she's honest with Wade because she doesn't really care and that she much. she can be, yeah. yeah. She can tell, she can say it how it is. Like, if that, if she still ha- what she did, and she said, I still have feelings for George. They haven't gone away. And poor Wade, you know that, like, hurts his heart a little bit. But he gets past it. I mean, the whole night I was really impressed with him because mm-hmm. all these girls are coming up to him. And his Halloween last year apparently was just what two nurses or what two was kitties. it? Two, cats. two sexy cats and, <laughs> and one something. Sexy, something. sexy something. And so now he's got a nurse coming up to him, and he really you know he keeps it together. He's like, I gotta. Go. It's a busy night, you know. I gotta go do some other things, and I was, he cares. But like he also gets it. Like he knew what he was getting himself into with her. He knew she had feelings for George. George, and he kind of just, I think he's funny, he pretended he was sleepwalking then picked her up and (laughs) threw her on the bed.
3: It was a lighthearted way to end it, because I was really upset, you know, I was upset thinking this was it, you know, this is it for what they have going. You know, he saw that, he threw George off, he's mad at Zoe for not being honest and kind of playing him a little bit, but he took it, like you said, he took it one step at a time and he was kind of, you know, whatever, it hurts, but... I know what I'm getting into.
1: I think Wade's smarter than everyone, like, gives him credit for because he knows he's not been the best guy in the world. Like, he's he's quick to forgive, which I think is an important quality in somebody because he knows he can make mistakes, too, or he could, you know, something could happen on his side of the relationship, so he kind of just moved on with it. He's taking it for what it is right now, which I think is really smart for him. I think he'll get invested. I think he is a bit, but...
2: Yeah, I think we think that he cares more than he actually does. Do? I think he No, I, I think, think he cares. cares. I think he cares. No, yeah. Don't get me wrong. I think he definitely likes Zoe and cares for her. But, like, we're sitting here, like, he's going to be so heartbroken and, like, he, she's doing him so wrong. And I think that he cares, but I don't think it's to that extreme to where he would be devastated if they ended things. You
4: know? I don't know. He did go and, like, did. push George off the boat just for him saying, like, when he was sleepwalking, saying that Zoe was his girlfriend. So that's pretty, like...
1: I think he'll get there. I do think he's trying to just take it step by step right now. Because if you get too invested, he knows he's just going to end up hurt. Yeah. So why not you know try to take it as slow as he can?
3: And when you want him. something that bad, you know, he's wanted Zoe for probably over a year now. And so he's he has her right now, so I think he's going to do and say whatever it takes to hold on to what they have. Whether or not that means being monogamous, which he doesn't want to do, and knowing she still has feelings for George, but he doesn't care because he's still with her. You know, there's still something right now. And that's all he really wanted for a long time. I don't even think that he's at the point anymore where he doesn't
4: want to be monogamous. I think he's scared that if he is monogamous with Zoe, that she's going to eventually be like, actually, I like George. Because it's kind of like, he's afraid that Zoe's going to screw him over. Zoe's afraid that George is going to screw her over. So they're all just kind of in a messed up situation right now. And I think they're all just scared, clearly. But I don't know. Yeah, I don't think it's that... He necessarily just doesn't want to be monogamous at this point.
1: but What do you—this is the thing. You all have to tell us what you think because, to me, like, we all sit here and we're kind of like, Wade and Zoe, we love it. But are people out there rooting for George and Zoe? There are. You know, because I feel like that's obviously a storyline that's still being held on to. So it's kind of like a lot of people probably—it's just I don't think they fit. I think they want to fit and want to think that it would be good because they have New York in common. And, like, I don't know, They're she thinks he. Yeah, exactly. It's but on I paper. don't think
3: it. Exactly. It's, it's a relationship on paper that should work. And everybody knows that. You have that guy who says, you know, this should work. We should be perfect together. But you're not. And you're never going to be perfect with the person you end up with. There's reasons you end up with them. It's because you have conflicting views, conflicting opinions. And that's what draws you to each other and I think that's what draws Wade and Zoe together is they're so different and Wade is so carefree and doesn't care whereas Zoe's so kind of uptight and overthinks things and I think that's what she needs in somebody. I must say they did have some chemistry though.
1: Georgian's Did that like that surpri- surprised me a little bit? Yeah, it surprised me. I mean, like I don't know why, because that just when they the only time that they've kissed was in New Orleans, right? And I was like, okay, cool, whatever, you know. It seems like a little little kiss, little peck on the lips. But then when he's like undressing and he's like walking in front of her, I was like, oh, please don't let this happen. But something could happen. Mm-hmm. What did y'all think? I don't know. It just looks so much better. I, I liked them Zoe. first
2: season. I don't know why my views have changed so much, but I do actually recall a time first season when I was so team George and Zoe and I wanted it to happen so much. So I think the chemistry that they had first season is definitely still there. But
4: I just think because George was like kind of untouchable in the first season and he was had been with Lemon for so long and she was like, his and she had taken him but now that it's kind of just like oh George like really really likes her and he's this perfect guy it's just kind of boring I agree I I think
3: that's a lot you know Lemon was kind of the bad person you know she was the bad guy last season she was mean she was really ruthless towards Zoe and so you wanted to help George escape you know Lemon's grasp and that's I think that's why people really rooted for him prior to this season and now it's taken a different course I guess and I'm not as big a fan of it He's just
1: so nice. But my, the best part was when she maced him. Yeah, <laughs> Right? We forgot to talk about that. Like, someone's walking. And they're trying to make it all scary Halloween because you see this guy's back, like, walking in front of the camera. And next thing you know, Zoe's just, like, macing the crap out of George Tucker. He can't see. And At he least... did not look very good in
4: that. No, he did He was didn't. looking <laughs> At least she didn't use a baseball bat on him. I was afraid that's what was going on. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Crazy. But, yeah. but that was a good part, I thought, of the show. It was. It you was. a show. George, you got to wake him up somehow from his sleepwalking. It's either pushing him in the water or macing him, Amazing. I guess. Mm-hmm. Poor guy. Yes. So you all, there's also got to go to AfterBuzzTV.com for the fall lineup. we got tons of shows. I know we're all in a bunch of them. We mentioned before. I also do Nashville, another country one. Got to dress up like this again, right? Mm -hmm. And
3: Pretty Little Liars. What are some of the other ones? Yeah, so I do Heart of Dixie, obviously, and Castle and Beauty and the Bees, which are both very murder mystery-esque. So if you're into that, you should definitely check it out.
1: I know, you got some reality
3: for Yeah, us? if you're
2: into reality, Real Housewives in Miami on it's Thursdays.
1: Drama, yes. So we have a ton. Obviously, I think we need to start watching. We need to compare a little romantic ones. I need to find another show where it's like a Wade <laughs> Zoe esque type. But go to Afterbus TV, find all your favorite shows, and start watching them. We got them all. Yay! <laughs> Let's talk a little bit more just about the, the other things. We don't really talk about a lot of the time the costumes or the wardrobe, but tonight it was the Halloween episode. So who do you think had the best costume? Wait.
3: Prior to the costumes, prior to the Halloween party, this is – I was telling you I starred it. something in I know my what I nose. Is. Lemon had an armadillo bag. Oh. It was shaped She's as an not. armadillo. Yes, we, we have to go back and like freeze it and take a picture of it. If, <laughs> if anybody else caught this, please come and tell me you caught this, too, because it was crazy. It was like one of those straw bags in the shape of an armadillo. Was it when she was wearing that blue dress that everyone hated? No, it was early, early in the episode, the oh. like, very beginning of the episode when she kind of got to where the bells were. Mm-hmm. Remember at the beginning when they were all sitting there? Her, I think her style's evolving though. She's not wearing all the like, I mean, some frou-frou little
1: Southern Belle-esque type dresses, but the red one that she was wearing, yeah, I guess cute. when she was carrying the
3: armadillo back, Ugh.
1: it looked good. I thought it was cute.
3: <laughs> I just had to. I was like, I cannot believe it. Like, where did they find that? I want to know who makes that back. Are you
2: sure it was an armadillo and not a, a alligator? Was it Mr. Uh, Burt, uh, Burt Reynolds? Reynolds. <laughs> no, I think it was an
3: armadillo. I mean, I'm not up on my, you know, wild creatures. Yeah, but that's what it looked like to me. That's so. hilarious. But in regards to costumes, you know who was really cute was Wanda. She was the egg, the broken. Egg yeah, Her eyelashes, we're I noticed crazy. those. They
1: look, they look good.
2: And Tom was bacon, so they were oh, bacon and eggs. I didn't even catch <laughs> yeah. on to that. They're the They're cutest, really cute. and it made me want bacon and
3: eggs <laughs> after even this. Even better, I eaten late dinner, night. Right,
1: so <laughs> there you go. I liked. I mean, poor poor Wade. Bless his heart. Was, he was James cute. Bond, and it just didn't. Yeah, but it's so funny because what didn't you all kind of think he'd go for like the firefighter? Yeah, you think they'd swap George and Wade? Yes, mm-hmm. but. Mm-hmm. but it didn't happen, and so he was kind of going for George tonight. Mm-hmm. I thought Lemon looked good. She did do a very very good Marilyn. Yeah,
3: she mm-hmm. did. She pulled it off
2: well. I was not feeling the Romeo and Juliet costume. Me, Me neither.
1: No. I think it's because we just didn't.
3: We weren't feeling Annabeth.
1: <laughs>
2: well, is, I've and, seen prettier Rome, uh, Juliet yeah. costumes than that. That one was very,
3: uh, didn't Her hair looked good, though. It looked nice, and I liked the headband. That was a plus. I mean, half of Heart of Dixie is the clothes. I mean, we have to talk it's about it true. every time. I think
1: they could have done a few more costumes. I would have liked to see what Zoe would have been.
3: Yes, yeah, that was weird. I thought they would at least dress her up, but she was. And the herself. band, the band yeah. wasn't even dressed up. If you're going to be a band on Halloween, you got to dress well, speaking up. Speaking
1: of the band, I thought it was good. It's Kelly Bannon. She's a new country singer. I just actually did like a a little article on her for my country website that I work on. But I thought it was cool that they highlighted her. You know, or get some new up and coming country artists on there. So they seem to it.
3: every week. It seems mm-hmm. like yeah. they have a new artist, and I like that. Which about is this fun. Show. I'll download
1: them for sure. Another thing to download on iTunes, right? <laughs> well, anything else that we missed from this episode before we get into... No? Oh, Some cool. news and gossip time then, right?
0: After Buzz yeah. TV News.
1: Alrighty, so online voting is now open to
2: predict the nominees of the 2013 People's Choice Awards. Oh, and Heart of I Dixie like... is actually a preliminary. <laughs> the way it works is there's like a big, long list. You choose the top five, and those will actually be the nominees for the show. So Heart of Dixie is up for Best Network TV Drama. So you have, until November 15th, to go online. That's www.peopleschoice.com to vote for Heart of Dixie, because we obviously want to see them get a People's Choice Award. Yeah.
1: Let's do it. We all, I thought for a second, I was like, she's talking about the presidential Me too. I, I thought campaigns. she was getting
2: people. Well, to
4: vote? I thought you were talking about the LeVon election for a second, and I was like, oh, we're doing like a poll online. So
2: what? many things to vote for, yes, right? Yes, I do vote next Tuesday. We won't be here, because yeah. you guys will be voting, so definitely do that. Yes. And vote
1: for Heart of Dixie, too! Yay! Yeah. <laughs>
2: Alright, um, according to The Hollywood Reporter, Jamie King was actually just added to the cast of Sin City 2. She mm. was in Sin City 1, I guess. Uh, is it just called Sin, yeah. Sin City? Yeah. Yeah. Sin, City one. Sin City. She was in Sin City um, as the thin they tell character Golden mm. or Goldie. Well,
1: yeah. she, she's a and very she,
2: golden she, girl, yeah, golden, and she played that character as well as the twin sister of that character. So she's going to be redoing that role again, and she was just added to that recently today. So
1: congratulations! Um, she's
2: also yeah, congrats to her, and she's also got another movie coming out later this year, next month, um, according to IMDb. That's November 30th, 2012, and it's Silent Night, which is a remake of the 80s hit horror movie Silent Night Deadly Night which is about a killer Santa Claus
1: Ooh. oh
2: Halloween and Christmas oh, kinda, that's you know scary. Mixed in, I
1: can so. see it Jamie King I feel like she's a she's, she's a, a, a well-rounded Santa actress Santa we'll go. see different parts yes of her Ay.
2: and speaking of movies fun size with uh, Chelsea Handler and also Victoria Justice is now in theaters and that's heart of Dixie related because Josh Schwartz who is actually an executive producer for Heart of Dixie as well as Gossip Girl mm-hmm. and the OC actually directed the movie so uh, that I don't He's got came it. out this weekend, and at the premiere on Thursday, Rachel Wilson was actually there supporting her friend oh, Josh. That's nice. That's yes.
1: nice. He's got a lot of good stuff under yeah. his belt, then. He uh, That's a Paramount movie. Since yes. I work the there. I gotta <laughs> gotta go for it. Fun the premiere size. was at Paramount, actually. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I should have been there. Okay. So that's, that's all, all that that I have for you guys today. Awesome. Good, good stuff. stuff. Okay. Prediction time.
2: And now you're after Buzz TV.
1: I mean, there's some easy ones, I think. Ah, oh, Presley yeah. and George. Yeah, something's gonna happen there. Ruby and Levon. Mm-hmm. Which we kind of saw Ruby in the Levon. trailer, right? A little bit of mm-hmm. something, something. And Annabeth, like, tone I need a cigarette or something the, like to that.
2: The, to the Ruby and Levon note, I think there's also gonna be the development of another love triangle or maybe love square with Levon, yeah. Ruby, Lemon, Lemon, and Annabeth. So I it's think. Be kinda... I
4: think sometime in the next few episodes that the Lemon Levon relationship is going to come out. Their past relationship, at least, maybe I not next so. episode, but I think sometime soon it will. I hope it does. I think Ooh. it should.
1: I don't. I think I want Lemon and Levon more than me too. Ruby. Yeah.
2: I want Annabeth and Levon.
1: So I feel like it's not going it, to happen. It's you. not
2: going to happen. But I would like that.
1: I think. Let's see. I think Wade and Zoe might eventually get a little more serious.
3: And on that note, we talked about this last week with Claudia. I think George is going to find out, and I just don't think it's going to go over that well that she's dating Wade. He's pretty oblivious. I'm not. I thought he would find out this episode. I wish she would have just said it. She should yeah, have just she, said she it. should have. Come on. But I think I think up. that's going to come, come on, out, Zoe. Yeah. If Ugh. if not, by Zoe and Wade, maybe Levon slips up or somebody. You know, Rose sees them. Saw her that one time with no pants, and so maybe somebody else will see it and mention it.
1: It's Bluebell. How do you not know at this point, people? We're the smallest town ever. Like Christine said, there's like five guys in town. Yeah. <laughs> Hard to choose from. Well, we do have some good guests coming up in the next few weeks, so definitely keep tuning into our after show. I know we have Tim Matheson, who plays Brick, coming in the next couple of weeks. On November 13th? Yes. We won't be with you next week because of the election, but definitely tune in as soon as we get back, and we'll have lots of good stuff for you. I'm one of your hosts, Whitney Lane. You can find me on Twitter at Whitney Lane 1118, and I'm my website, Whitney Lane.com. Hi, I'm Paige Selvin, and you can check me out on Twitter
4: at Paige And I'm Christine Archer, and you can also find me on Twitter at C. Archer.
1: You can find me on Twitter at Michelle Renee L.A. And happy Halloween! Yay! Yay. We'll see y'all next time. Not next week, but the next.